In this episode, we are taking a look at Archangels Jophiel and Hanael. We take a look at these really cool, incredibly powerful feminine energy archangels, look at their specialties, and discuss, although both are very powerful feminine energies, they are very, very different. Hi, I'm Heather Wood, and I'm an intuition and ego expert. And I'm Jamie Hayhurst, and I'm an energy healer. We're both passionate about smashing the patriarchy, integrity in the spiritual world, and social justice. This is the Intuitive Girl's Guide. Hey, Jay, it's time to talk about some more archangels back by popular demand. Yep, people are still liking these, and I think they're actually learning more because these are, we're getting like, to maybe some of the lesser known archangels. Yeah. And I hope that people are enjoying the way that we're presenting it. And that's a weird thing to say, because I know they are, because they're asking us to do more, but it's really important for me that people hear about this and don't feel like it's not something that is accessible. Even if like picturing them as angels or just as an energy, like however you want to do that is being able to tap into this and like actually use it. Exactly. And again, like we say in all these episodes, we did the original Archangel episode was like the foundational episode where you can get like all the information about it, what it means. These ones are more specific and tailored towards individual Archangels. Exactly right. So I decided to pick two Archangels to do today, a little bit lesser known. Yep. Not to us. We love them. But the two Archangels that are up are like really, really strong feminine energies. Yes. I felt like I needed that in my life. (laughs) Yeah, same. I thought others might too. So the two that we're going to talk about today are Archangel Jophiel and Archangel Hanael. Yep. Very feminine energies. Very awesome. Underutilized through most people. Incredibly helpful and wonderful energies to call upon. Yep. Agreed. All right, so let's start with Jophiel. Mm-hmm. I call Jophiel Jojo. Yes. Same. I say Jojo. Yeah. You may call Jophiel Jophiel or Jojo or whatever, but I think the name almost doesn't match the energy because Jophiel's energy is more like your friend Jojo. Exactly. Right. Just feels like it fits better. Yeah, but Jophiel, Jophiel or Jojo is the archangel of beauty. Yep. Now, if you just had a little reaction, I want to talk about it. (laughs) Exactly. Not, you can't think of beauty in like the American assault on women way. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's all beauty. Everything that's beautiful. So I think if you take the term beauty right now and Think of it more in the terms of like the things you value, like maybe substitute it for value for a Mm. moment and think of like, oh, I really value this. So I want it to be beautiful. Like I really value my home. So I want it to be really aesthetically pleasing. I really value the fact that I have clothing and like, it's fun for me to dress up. So I want to look and feel beautiful. A sunset is so beautiful and makes me feel so much gratitude. There's so much value in that experience for me. I think if you think of it more like that, then you'll have a better understanding of this archangel and why calling on her is so helpful. Yeah. I always think of it's like sort of the contentedness that comes from something being aesthetically pleasing. Yes. And not just like, like superficially, but like you said, like a sunset, like that's a beautiful thing, but it actually it's not just like, oh, that's pretty. It's cute. It's like there, you actually get a feeling from that. Yes. A big part of intuition and, and the things that drive your intuition is desire to bring pleasure to your senses. Right. That That's what beauty really is. Right. And it's it's good to want to live in a house that is aesthetically pleasing to you. Because if you don't, you don't feel right in that house. Yes. Right. So it's not just like, I don't want a beautiful house because I want to brag about it. And I want it to make people feel like they're, you know, inferior to me. I want a beautiful house because when I'm in it, I feel 
like I match its energy. It feels right to me. It feels safe and comfortable and it puts me at ease. Yeah. It improves your, your experience, which right. is what your intuition seeks to do all the time. Exactly. Through many things. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So this is what Archangel Jophiel does. Right. helps bring this in. The color that you see with Archangel Jophiel is like a very dark pink, almost like a magenta purple tone in my eyes. Yeah. I was, was going to say almost like a mauve magenta. Yes. All excellent descriptive words. Yeah. And to me, it's usually very glittery and not glittery in the sense of like glitter that you would buy at the craft store of almost like a glistening, very light, bright sort of element. Right. Agreed. Do you ever have this experience where out of the corner of your eye, you see like a, a glittery flash? Yep. And you do the look and there's nothing there. I a lot of times feel like that's Jophiel. Oh, right. That makes sense. It's like a little spark of beauty just went by. <laughs> exactly. Right. So that's that. Archangel Jophiel has like a very peaceful energy to her. Mm-hmm. Um, brings like a very sense of wonder and gratitude. And sort of like I said before, like that feeling you get when you're watching a really beautiful sunset and you're very present. You're like, you know, when you're like, oh, my God, I live on this like magical rock with this like fiery star, like you have that moment. Yep. That's what Archangel Jophiel's energy feels like to me whenever it's around. Right. Gotcha. That like back to that kind of almost childlike sense of wonder about everything and like kind of appreciation for things. Right. And being able to see the beauty in all things. Exactly right. So Jophiel can help bring beauty to your life in many, many ways. So let's talk about some of them. The first, let's go for the obvious, physical beauty. Right. Not like she's going to come in and do like cosmetic surgery on you while you sleep. (laughs) Well, I mean, that'd be nice. Right. Sure. We're not against that. But more in the sense of helping you feel beautiful. Yes. Not like there are times where I, I will say like, Jojo, I need a good hair day today. Okay. Now, do I think she actually fluffs up my hair and takes away the grease? No. Do I think that my perspective on my hair shifts when I call in her energy? Yes, I do. Yeah. I I do it the same way, sort of when I feel like, you know, those days when you can't find the right outfit or you can't find the vibe that you're actually going for, you can't get it to click. That's when I'll say something like, all right, Jojo, like help me, help me put these puzzle pieces together here. Exactly right. And I see, I have that same feeling all the time. And, and even in addition, I, I don't know if you know this about me, but I, I'm a little bit like into vibe and state and the effect <laughs> that, that has on people. I've noticed that about you. Yes. <laughs> but I think of clothing that way often, like right. this is how I want to feel. This is the state I want to be in today. These are the tasks and, and how they line up. I want my outward image to reflect that and sort of go with that. And I find that to be fun. I don't find that to be like uh, exercise and hurting my own self-worth. Do you know what I mean? Like I enjoy being dressed in that way. So calling in Jojo to help you kind of hit that where you're like, this reflects the vibe I'm trying to give off. This is how I feel. And it looks that way on the outside. That is something that Jojo is very good at. Yep. Also, if you've gone to the bad place, the closet bad place is what I call it where nothing looks good. Everything you put on, you're too fat for everything you put on. You feel like you look like an idiot, no matter what you do, right. um, you're doing your makeup and you keep smudging it like whatever. When you have spiraled there, call Jojo, walk away for a few minutes, take, drink some water and come back. And I'm telling you, you will feel way better. Right. Exactly. She'll shift the perspective of it suddenly you're not looking at yourself in that hypercritical way and you're like able to walk yourself into being a little bit kinder and having a little more grace for yourself. Yep. (laughs) Okay. The next way is kind of like we said before, like your home or your office or like a physical place that you're kind of wanting an aesthetic or even design, interior design, any of that stuff. 
JoJo's fabulous at. I love that Joanna Gaines is also called Joe or JoJo because like it, oh, there's yeah. a lot of elements to her that remind me of Joe Fields energy. So I love that. So like think a lot, think along the Joanna Gaines lines, right? Okay. Whether you like her style or not, like the fact that that's what she does. Right. And is clearly like very intuitive at it. Like that same sort of energy. Joe, Joe feel wants you to feel as good as you can feel in the space you're in. Right. Exactly. So she will guide you to that. Right. If you're like, uh, there's so many paint colors, I don't know what to pick. And you're trying to like narrow that down. She will help you see more clearly what one you would best like. Uh, I like that. She's not picking it for you saying like, this is the trendiest. She's right. saying this is the one that's going to accomplish what you are trying to accomplish. Right. I also call her in sometimes when I want people to see the best in me. I love that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I'm in an interview or if I'm meeting someone or in a meeting or something like that, I'm, I ask that I can be presented to, to them in the way that I feel about myself. Yes. I love that. So, so great. And in the, in the same line as that, if you want to see beauty in someone else that maybe you're right. having a little trouble seeing beauty in, like you need a little more <laughs> empathy, you're not seeing the beauty in that person. Jojo will also help you do that. That's a really good point. That's a good point. <laughs> Some people, it's a little harder to see their beauty. Yeah, I mean, that's a really good point, though. To be able to see that version of someone is very helpful. Yeah, because, you know, when someone mistreats you or makes you feel badly, you're going to look at them in a different way and you're going to treat them differently. And that's not going to get you the results you need. Right, exactly. So if you can have help in like, not feeling as triggered or not feeling as like bad around that person or angry or whatever comes up and being able to find things in them that you like and connect with. I mean, that's empathy. So that's something that Jojo would help you with as well. Right. This is one, this next one that I don't think enough people think of and is so life-changing. What? Asking Jojo to, Jojo to help you have more beautiful thoughts. <gasps> I've never thought of that. Isn't that great? It is. Oh my gosh. So yeah. think about, we think a lot of times about the outward, right? And how she can help with outward beauty and outward aesthetic, mm. right? And I don't just mean like physical beauty. I mean like how outside in the world with your interactions with everyone else and your experience, can she help improve, which she can. Right. I think we miss that you could call on her to be like, hey, a lot of these thoughts that I'm having, I wouldn't qualify them as beautiful. They're pretty down. They're pretty bad. They're pretty yeah. negative. I I think I'd like to think more beautiful thoughts about my life because that's, I mean, that's what's really going to shape your, your perspective, right? So right. calling on her for that, you know, when you're in that mood that you just can't, you just can't even. I am familiar with that mood. Yes. Everyone pisses you off. You just can't stand the human race. They're all terrible. You yep. deserve all the terrible things. You're there. If you're trying to get out, if you're ready to get out, no rush. But if you're ready to move, I would call in Archangel Jophiel over any other Archangel because she's going to make the experience in your head and the experience of your thoughts more beautiful. It's such an excellent point. Another thing that I do a lot is call in Jojo to bring beauty and light to someone. Okay. So if I know someone who's going through something difficult, mm -hmm. I will, I will call in Joe field to like wrap, like I see it as like the pink, that pink color, like the light around them yep. and help them feel and experience more beauty. Now I'm not expecting them to like magically not have a problem, but like, right, right. right. Can you go and like wrap that person in, and in, in light and, and beauty? That is something that I will do often. I like that. You can do it for yourself too. Can you just wrap me in a bunch of freaking beauty? <laughs> Cause it's not, I'm not feeling like I'm there. So right. could you please? absolutely very, very effective. Excellent idea. If you want to feel more gratitude and appreciation for everything and everyone in your life, Joe feels the one to call for that. Perfect. She Thank gets missed. Like a, a lot of people talk about like the gratitude journals and, finding things to be grateful for and like all this stuff. And it's like, right. Oh my God, it would be even easier for you if you just called Joe feeling because 
you won't have to look for the stuff. You'll just like look over and like have that moment. You're like, man, am I lucky to have heat? <laughs> like right. than being complaining that it's cold out. Like, do you know what I mean? Like that will help shift that. Right. Exactly. Um, along the same lines, like finding the silver lining. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, if you're going through something difficult, I, I think you have to be careful not to bring toxic positivity in, but right. you know, when you get to that point in going through something hard where you're ready to look for the thing that's, that's positive yep. or transformational or whatever, that would be the time that I would call Joe feel in. Right. That makes sense. Joe feels so good at shifting the energy in a space to being more beautiful like I think we think a lot of like Archangel Michael for this job and I think that he's good at it and I yeah. think he's a great one to call in however it depends on the situation okay if the energy in a space needs protection and needs like that masculine energy to come in and like drastically shift direction or like make it so that toxic stuff doesn't hit you with a shield or something like perfect but if this the energy in the space you want to feel really beautiful and sacred and special and divine, I would call in Jovial for that. That makes sense. I would think of Michael as more like guarding the door. Yes, where Jovial would be like, well, now that the door is guarded, let's make right. this more beautiful. So right. if you're if you're like teaching a class or holding a meeting or whatever you're doing, where you're like kind of leading energetically with something calling in Jophiel for assistance is going to make that a lot easier for you. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Even bringing something like that pinkish color in, um, into the room and like being able to look at it will help you sort of pull that energy in towards you. Gotcha. Um, and then the last one is helping other people see your beauty, which you said before, like, mm -hmm. and again, not physical beauty necessarily. I mean, yes, physical right. beauty. There's nothing wrong with pe wanting people to look at you and be like, wow, that's a beautiful person. But just all, just maybe energetically or vibe wise. Right. Like, and again, here it is value, right? Like, oh, that person's of great value. That would be a Joe Feel thing. Yeah, I love that. Joe Feel has a very quiet strength to me. Like, I feel like you could almost view her as not super strong and powerful but mm -hmm. it's very much is it's just this like much more subtle quiet strength not really looking for anyone to give her credit like doesn't mm -hmm. seem like she really cares honestly just like the bringing of the beauty seems to be what she's here for yeah there's not a lot of fanfare surrounding her no and when you think about what she does there kind of should be yeah, agreed. But it's it's a very subtle energy, I feel like. Yes. I don't think you're going to get lots of big signs that Joe feels around you. I think you can ask for them. You can try. I don't often do that other than like I can feel a shift in myself when I call her right. around. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It makes a lot of sense. I think. I think we're taught that beauty is this sort of showing of ourselves right that we're mm. putting ourselves in you know in this country we're putting ourselves on display if we want mm. to be beautiful right like um it's like a currency yeah we're putting ourselves in the spotlight and like look at me look at this look what i have on look at my face my hair whatever it is i i think that joe fiel is more like it's it's like this constant knowing that everything is beautiful always mm. just intrinsically beautiful and so she just helps you see what's already known. It's not, there's not a spotlight to it. I love that. It's, it's very much a perspective shift. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not a, it's not a catwalk. Right. I will say, I do not feel a lot of jovial energy coming from most beauty people. Right. But when I do, I'm like, oh, I want to listen to that one. Exactly. Same with design, anything like that. If, if there's like some kind of like shame based or making fun of, or that whole thing, like that's chuggy, right? Like that whole thing oh, is just yeah. set up to make women buy more and feel bad about themselves. I hate that. If you yeah. like a side part in the skinny jean and you feel good wearing that, then that's what you should absolutely should freaking wear. And we're not going to 
feel bad about that. That's so dumb. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Even the whole thing where like, oh, women are all dressed the same in fall with tall boots and vests. I'm sorry. I'm looking at men and they're all literally wearing the same thing. Why are we doing this to women? Like men don't need to change their look every two years or every six months. Right. Exactly. When you, that is the opposite of Joe feel all of that energy is the exact opposite of Joe feel. So if you're in that or feeling that, or someone's kind of projecting that at you or making you feel bad for something, run away and go find where instead you're like, shifting a perspective or someone's like, here's how you could feel more beautiful in that or whatever. That would be something I would say run towards. So you can kind of use like, it's almost like, what would Joe feel do? Would she be involved in this or not? Like you can kind of think of it that way. And then you can sort of know if you're in the good place or the bad place when it comes to beautiful. Right. Exactly. So call on Joe feel. I don't think you'll get a big dramatic sign, but I think you will start to feel our, our perspective shift I oftentimes feel her around like my heart chakra. And again, it's not like a super strong feeling, but I think it's almost that like mood shift that you can sort of feel in your chest. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's lifting or lightning. Maybe if I'm like really trying, I could feel that, but it's, it's very subtle and not someone who's looking for a lot of, of credit and, and things, but a real undervalued, energy to call on in my opinion. Right. Agreed. All right. I want to talk to you next about Archangel Haniel, who is a little bit more spicy than Joe feel. So I'm excited to talk about that, but let's take a quick break and then we'll jump into that. All right. We'll be right back after this short break. All right, Heather, it's season four. We're here for another season and we still have our favorite sponsor, Restoration Coffee. What coffee are you drinking these days, Jay? It goes back and forth between a Rachel and a Paige. I'm still drinking my Americanos. So if you want a fantastic cup of coffee to go with listening to the IGG or any other podcast that you might listen to, check out Restoration Coffee. You can go to their website. It's restoration-coffee.com. Check it out and tell them that the intuitive girl sent you. Yeah, can't go wrong. Hey y'all, it's Jamie with a little shameless self-promotion. We've had a lot of people reaching out asking about distal Reiki. So I wanted to let you all know that yes, you can book a session with me. If you'd like some distance Reiki, get in touch with me and we will set it up for you. Let's talk about what we're obsessed with this week. All right, Heather, this week we are obsessed with this country's Pluto return. Yeah, we're obsessed with astrology. We're always obsessed with astrology, right. but we're right. extra obsessed with it this week. Yes. And, and because these things are always coming up, and this one is sort of like the next date that's coming up of astrological significance. And um, it's not necessarily like a great thing. <laughs> It's one of those things that's like bad, good, like it's, it's going right. to lead to good, but it's really messy. Right. And so this country's Pluto return is on February 22nd, 2022. So it's two, 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 two. Right. And people usually love those like the lion's gate, right? Like all those numbers people usually love, except that the Pluto return is it's they call it like a once in a lifetime event because it happens generally like every 248 years so like you're mm-hmm. never around for more than one of them um but based on the founding of this country in 1776 you can run basically like a, a natal chart for a country mm-hmm. see our episode on natal charts <laughs> right. so, oh exactly nice well done heather uh, <laughs> so the thing about this one is that, so Pluto itself always represents death, destruction, rebirth. It's sort of like the tower card of planets, right? Mm-hmm. But this one that's coming up for this country, for our country, is it's happening in our country's second house, which mm-hmm. controls finance and wealth and the economy. 
like the house of the patriarchy. <laughs> right. And then it's like interacting with Pluto, which is like the planet of destruction. Yeah. So a lot of people are saying like, this is where the crumbling, I mean, and other empires have crumbled. Yes. Like, on their, yes. On the Pluto return, like other, other empires, like the Roman empire, it had its fall during its second Pluto return. Mm-hmm. So people are saying that starting in February, and this is going to take like a year for the, for, for the whole like return to happen. This is where we're going to start seeing economies crashing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what people are literally saying there. Like people, I mean, there are some, you can hear some astrologers who are being sort of very subtle about it. Other astrologers are saying like, take your money out of banks, buy mm-hmm. crypto, put all your money in crypto. <laughs> like I would not recommend that. No. <laughs> but I mean, some people are like, be, are feeling like very alarmist about this. Yeah. I mean, isn't it, was it um, JP Morgan who famously was the finance guy who had an astrologer on staff all the time for things uh, like this? Well, yes, that he's like the renowned person, but that's a saying is that billionaires, not millionaires, billionaires have astrologers on retainer and that's how they make their money is based on astrology. Right. They pay attention to that guys. They're not going to tell you that. No, they'll never admit it. Right. Um, I, my, here's my biggest feeling about it. Yes. I didn't pay that much attention when the astrologers were freaking out about 2020. Right. It was like 2019, 2018. And they were like, you guys, I don't know what is coming, but it's awful. And I was just like, okay, like, let's not yes. be over dramatic. Yep. And since then have been like, no, I need to pay attention. So I almost feel like I might have swung the other way and become like obsessively worried about it because they're right. all saying it. So I think you should be somewhere in the middle. But the more you learn about astrology and the more you start finding the people who, who really know their stuff about astrology and talk about this, the more you're kind of like, oh, this is true. This is happening. Well, and all the astrology points to right? Like that this, these systems have to crumble in order to have like, you know, if you want to use like the woo woo term, like this new earth or whatever, that's not the term I would use, but you know what I mean? If you're going to like have this rebuilding of society, you have to have a crumbling first. And that's what Pluto does. And I think the perfect way, it's not going to be fun. I don't mean perfect. Like this is a great time. (laughs) I think like perfect meaning effective perfect way to smash the patriarchy on a structural level is to destroy the economy. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Because then you dismantle capitalism. Right. Because something that we've said many times is that it's the systems that are all in need of being fixed. Right. right? Not to say there isn't bad people within those systems, of course, but just, you know, it's sort of like cutting off the head of a dragon and a new one emerges. Exactly. When you're fighting each person who has, you know, these bad points of views, but when you go and take it down and rebuild the structure, well, that's going to actually have a positive effect. So it's good. It's just messy and it's going to be difficult, but (laughs) (laughs) I also get this sort of, intuitive feeling and it might just be wishful thinking but you can say what you think that the real mess and and trouble in this i mean everyone will experience it but the real stuff will be the people at the top doing the sketchy stuff oh absolutely i mean it's going to be like the one percenters that are going to really feel the bulk of this i'm i don't think i do think it'll trickle down even though right. down economics don't actually work but in this case <laughs> um exactly. But yeah, I, I think it's going to be, it's going to be hard from, from the top down. Yeah, I agree too. So I don't want everyone to panic, No, but I do want you to pay attention and go look into it and be obsessed with it. Like we are and be ready because, um, I can't see how this isn't going to be a big deal. Agreed. Also, I, I think I can already feel it coming. <sighs> I agree. <laughs> Intuitively. It's like, 
what is that storm coming slowly at us? That's what it feels like a tornado or a hurricane of energy. That's like off the coast, just far enough that I can't see it, but I, I can sense it's there. And I'm just waiting for it to turn towards us. Like, that's how I feel. I was just going to say, it feels like, like rocky waters, like, like, yes. you know what I mean? Like, it feels like something's building. It's like in Jurassic Park when the dinosaur is coming and like the water shakes. Oh, exactly. <laughs> so if you're having like kooky, weird dreams, mm-hmm. feeling this strange energy too, let us know. I would love to hear from you and hear about it because both Jamie and I are like, Ooh, I can feel something coming. I think that's the Pluto return. Yep, exactly. All right, Jay, let's talk about Archangel Haniel. Yes. Also very feminine energy, mm-hmm. but with Timmy, a very different vibe. Agreed. This is more of like a woman coming in and changing shit and ripping stuff away from you and causing an amazing spectacle. <laughs> yeah, it feels very like divine feminine energy to me. Yes. Where I would call in Joe feel at the drop of a hat, I will pause and consider my timing of calling in Haniel. I don't know how yeah. you feel. Yeah, that makes sense. So Haniel is the archangel of feminine energy. Right. Where Archangel Michael is really the, the archangel of masculine energy. Uh-huh. Haniel is his counterpart in the angel of feminine energy. Feminine energy is not a 12-year-old girl skipping around in a white dress with a flower headband on innocently. <laughs> uh, no, it's not that. That's incredible because I think that's what a lot of people think of it as. Yeah. And so people think, oh my gosh, I'm going to call in Hanael and it's going to be amazing and it's going to be this like flowery girl power energy and I'm going to feel like I want to, you know, braid people's hair and whatever. She's like the girl boss of <laughs> Archangels. <laughs> See our episode on girl bosses. <laughs> She's not the girl boss, but that's like if you had that sort of toxic trope in your head about femininity, you might see that. Yeah. Haniel is powerful. Yes. I feel like I'm making it sound like she's bad and you shouldn't call on her. And I don't think that I would say, would say she's one of my most favorite archangels. Right. One of the most transformative, one of the most powerful. Right. But girlfriend is not the kind of energy that you're taught is what feminine energy is, which is kind of like meek and sweet and kind. What real feminine energy is, is power and rage and fire and change and moving mountains and and empathy and caring and love and real passion. That's what feminine energy really is. Exactly. So I almost think of it more, you know, that when people talk about the energy of like Kali, Yes. More sort of closer to that. Not so intense, not quite as frightening, but more of like, I'm going to come in and burn shit down so you can have a better experience. Right. And that's what women are really good at. Not in a way like that we burn everything down, but like if, if we need to, we will affect whatever change we need to affect so that things are better and safer. Exactly right. Exactly right. So she has real goddess vibes yep but real goddess not like the flowery version of a goddess no. I think most of the time when you're you're studying goddesses or anything like that most of the ones who are described as very powerful female energies like Kali or, or things like that are very much based on or in line with the energy of Hanael yep I agree so think goddess vibes but not not like the made for TV version, like the real authentic version of a goddess. Right. She's also the goddess of the moon. Yes. So moon symbolism, moon energy, moon cycles, all things connected to her. So quite often when you call in Archangel Honey L, you will have some sort of moon symbolism show up. Yep. You don't even have to say you're calling in Archangel Haniel, but you can sort of like call in like 
divine feminine energy or something call in for help with an issue that is in line with what she helps with. And if you look around, you will probably spot some sort of moon symbolism somewhere. Right. That's her telling you she's there. Gotcha. Where Michael is dramatic in a loud way, Haniel is dramatic in a quiet way. Right. So you're going to see one moon and then you're going to see another one and then another one. And then someone's going to say something like it's going to surround you intensely. And you're not going to go like, oh, I feel Haniel so strongly. You're going to feel an effect of Haniel really strongly. Yep. The color associated with her is light blue in every single thing I've ever seen and studied. I have never seen a color connected to her, to be honest, myself. Yeah, I was going to say light blue doesn't track for me. No, but so many people say it. And I, I found accounts of people saying that they saw that energy and all that. So I think maybe that's true for some people. For me, if I was to say anything, it would be like a black sky or something. Like it doesn't, I don't feel a lot of light blue, but again, that's what people say. And I, I don't want to discount that experience. It's just not mine. That's funny you would say that because I think of it as as black um, with like silver in it. So even almost like stars in a sky. Yep. With you. Almost like the the darkness with the the like little hints of light, like that mm-hmm. sort of vibe. Like a right. if you saw something that was like a galaxy print or something, that would be yes. more in line with how it looks to me. But I don't get a ton of like visual color cues from her. Right. Maybe you do, maybe you know, someone else's experience is different, but it, it's much more of like, I would say moon symbolism. Um, I, I have several moon necklaces, one gifted to me by um, Jamie Hayhurst here. <laughs> when I wear it, I see a lot of people comment on it or get really drawn to it. And I always am like, am I serving as like a Haneo sign for you? Right. Exactly. Probably. I'm, yeah, exactly. I also really clock when people also like moon symbolism because they're probably connected to the study of feminine energy in some way if they're enjoying that and they want to wear it or something so it's it's kind of a sign that way too yeah true when haniel is nearby i feel like someone has placed a vibrating something on my third eye (laughs) and it's not like oh now it's buzzing and i'm getting so many messages it's like all i can feel is the buzzing it's so intense And later the messages will come, but it isn't like to me, like, Oh, with that energy near me, I can download amazing messages. It's like with that energy near me, all I can experience is that energy. Yeah. It's like an earthquake hitting your body. (laughs) Exactly. It's not painful. It's not bad, but it's very intense. And when I feel it, I always feel like that vibrating is like shaking loose something that's in my way or that I don't need. That's a great way to say it. Okay. The full moon is when Archangel Haniel is like most, I don't want to say most powerful because she's always powerful, but like most easy to call in and feel, I would say would be a better way. Yeah. Like more accessible. Yes. So the, the full moon represents two things. It represents fully illuminating and seeing all of the things. Yep. It's like the spotlight. You see the whole moon, right? Exactly. That's why during a full moon, a lot of people have like mental breaks. Exactly. If you're, if your mental health is based on not looking at a bunch of your own shit, you're going to struggle on a full moon. Yeah. See our lunar episodes. <laughs> See, now you did it. When that's occurring, that's very Haniel energy to like right. really have to look at the thing that you don't want to look at in its exactly. rawest form. But it's also the start for a full moon is also the start of beginning to release things that don't serve you. It's kind of a shift in like, go for it, create change, like push energy out. It's the shift into then like bringing energy back in. Right. So that is Haneo. That energy of that is that like fully seeing it and then starting to let go as a result of it. Boom. Haneo. Right. So if you need to do that in in an area of your life, Haneel is the one to call in. Yep. Feminine health of any kind. Yes. Amazing at. So I mean anything like menstruation, your period is not great or you're struggling with it for some reason. Anything to do with your hormones if you're a woman. Anything. Yeah. Right. Um, 
pregnancy, any of that kind of stuff. Now, I wouldn't necessarily choose her as my top one if you're doing something with fertility. There are other archangels for that, but I wouldn't hesitate to have her as like the backup for that. Right. Agreed. Maybe on that team somewhere. Yeah. More along the lines of that fully illuminated stuff, like seeing what's no longer serving you, what you need to release. Like if I'm being honest, I think most of us kind of know what it is that's no longer serving us, but we're kind of not fully realizing it or letting it be conscious. We're sort of avoiding it a little bit when it's time to stare it in the face and kind of accept it. That's when you'd want to call in Archangel Haniel or when you're really having trouble seeing it, that would be when I would call her in. Yeah, she's perfect for that. Yes. Also, if you're trying to tell if a person in your life is a good person to have around. Oh. Hanael will tell you quickly. Really? Yes. Very, very interesting. So if you're like, is this person like supporting me, serving me? I mean, if you're questioning it, you probably kind of have your answer a little bit, but- If you want more confirmation or maybe you want like a little heads up on someone who's you haven't clocked is maybe not having your best interest in mind or maybe used to and that shifted, I would call in Haniel for some clarity on that. Or maybe for someone else in your life if you need to, like if you think, if you worry that someone isn't, doesn't have the best interest with someone else in your life and you want to get a heads up. Perfect. Exactly right. Um, Emotional issues. Mm Mm-hmm. Haniel is the person for this. So if I'm being like, I don't think you need to be specific. Any, any emotional moment that you're having, I would call in Haniel. But specifically, I guess I would say, if you were feeling either really overwhelmed by your own emotions, mm-hmm. or if you were feeling very disconnected from your own emotions. Okay. So really overwhelmed, like an example would be like, if you just got like really overwhelmed with how frustrated you were at your kid and you wanted to like shift out of that so you could actually deal with whatever the issue was, Mm. I would call Haniel for that. That's a good idea. If you're feeling a ton of emotion towards the negative side and you're really struggling and stuck there, I would call in Haniel to help kind of break through and shift that. Gotcha. When it comes to disconnected, I think this is an issue I see in a lot of intuitive empathic people where they don't really realize that they've done this, where they've kind of like disconnected from their own emotions, meaning like they don't feel happy or satisfied or even know what they desire because they've disconnected from that because something happened that made them feel like it wasn't possible or it wasn't safe. So when you're reconnecting that, which is an important step when you're like reconnecting with your intuition, I would call in Haniel for that. Really supportive in that, in that way. That's a great idea. And it's also a step that you can't skip. You can't skip it. Right. No. Like when you're trying to get back to your intuition or get back on a better path, you can't skip the part where you get back in touch with your emotions. Yeah. And it isn't as simple as just plugging them back in. Like right. it's a course unplugged. That's a great visual for it, but it is really looking at like, why did I unplug it in the first place? Like what, what was making me feel like that was unsafe or was making me feel so bad every time I, you know, chased after, you know, supporting myself and how I wanted to feel that Mm. I decided to completely disconnect. Like you have to heal that. So in the healing of that and bringing yourself back to that space, Haniel would be excellent. Yeah. I love that. Such an important step on the intuitive journey. Yes. Anything to do with intuition or anything to do with, I struggled with what word to pick for this and I settled on divinity. Okay. Anything to do with that and how you connect to those things and how you see them and and feel about them would, Haniel would be the one to call. Yeah. I think that's a good word for it. Okay. Just like that higher element can, and like seeing how you are a part of that, that would be Haniel. Right. You connected to the universe. Yes. This is a big one. Are you ready for it? Yeah, I think so. Sexuality and discovering yours and finding yours and being comfortable in it. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that is a big one. It's important. It's really important. And all elements of it are. If you're like trying to figure out who you are or what category you fall in or what label, yes, 100%. Haniel's a great archangel for that. But even if you're just trying to remove, like as a woman, especially remove some of like the 
terrible conditioning and weird yep. things you have connected to sexuality. Oh, yep. This is the archangel to help you with that. You know who I feel like has a lot of, of Hanael energy is um, Mama Gina. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's sort of like no bullshit in your face. This is the way enough with that. Just dramatically jump to this. You know, sometimes right. I feel almost like whiplash from her, from yeah. Mama Gina. You guys right. know she is. Look her up. Um, she's an author. She does like seminars. Jamie and I went to one um, basically on like um, divine feminine, really, would you say? And sexuality? Yeah. yeah. Sexuality, divine feminine. Yeah. Yeah. So she's very like in your face and unapologetic about it in a way that feels very freeing, but sometimes feels like too big of a jump from where you are. Right. Well, cause there's a, t a ton of programming you have to take apart and then rewrite. Right. So like in sort of that kind of space, I feel a lot of the Haniel energy from her in that. And yeah. also if you're doing something like that and doing that work, calling in Haniel will make sort of the, those in-between steps easier and really help you see where some of that negative programming is. You know, especially as a woman, you're taught to be really ashamed of your sexuality, right? Right. You're taught that you you're- need a lot of, I think you need a lot of like buffering around that work because it feels so jarring to even be thinking or talking about sexuality, um, and however that looks in your life, whatever you're working on. But I think that there's so, it, it can be really jarring. I think that she could really help buffer a lot of that work. I think buffering is the perfect word for it. Yeah. And you know, a lot of, a lot of the work that you're doing in that department is releasing. Yes. Yes. So it's illuminating and releasing. There's so much taught. I don't want to like harp on this forever, but there's so much taught to us as women that like our, our sexual experience is to benefit someone else yes and if you want the exact opposite of what that energy is Haniel would encompass that yes definitely you know what I mean like no yeah. this is real bitch like I could feel her say that <laughs> <laughs> exactly right exactly so in that work if that's a place that you're at or, or someplace you might be interested in going I would say call her in. And even if you're not making a radical shift in that, if you're just having a moment with it, calling Hanael would be great. Yeah, agreed. Strengthening your intuition. Mm, yep, the moon, all that. Yeah, if you're just trying to like, I want to be more in tune with my own intuition, Hanael would be the one to call in for that. Love. Self-care. <laughs> yes. See our episode on that. <laughs> but... <laughs> We have this like toxic view of self-care. If you listen to yeah. that episode, you know our, our viewpoint on that. We, we're really taught this unachievable, shame-based awfulness about self-care. Right. The real version of self-care, the like real element of like tuning into what you need and, and making a lot of space for that when you can, that is very Hanael to me. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And then lastly, bringing balance and flow to your life. Yeah, this is all this is all moon stuff, right? I mean, it's exactly. it's perfectly related. Exactly. Like and also it's I think people don't realize or clock how much feminine energy is about balance and flow and like being cyclical and like going like it's it's so that it doesn't get right. sort of named that way, but that so encompasses what feminine energy is. Exactly. So, I would say any of those things would be a great time to call in Haniel. Do I think you'll get a big dramatic sign for from her? No, but do I think you'll start to notice a bunch of moon symbology? Some people start to give it to you. You'll start to notice the things other people are wearing. You'll start to want to wear it yourself. Yes. Right, exactly. So these two archangels, Haniel and Jophiel, are not well known. No. Not really super represented in religion. I would say you would see elements of them in other archangels. Yep. But certainly if you look in different cultures and different, like sort of the history and the different ways that, especially in pagan culture, things were presented, you will certainly see these energies under different names. Absolutely. Yes. So call on them. Try it out. Like yeah. we say in every Archangel episode, pick one and like for a week, just kind of call in that energy and see what that's like. 
your experiences are not going to be exactly the same as ours. Everyone's is a little bit different. So if you experience it differently, that's okay. I also think that everybody is more naturally connected to certain archangels based on how you are energetically. That's a really good point too. So if you're like, you know what, they're saying that Haniel is so intense, but like, I don't feel a lot of that, but I do feel a lot more intensity around Jophiel. Well, that could just be because your energy is kind of more suited to be in tune with something like that. Exactly. And and that's why it's important to learn about all of them as we're going through, because you can take time to try to connect with all of them and then find the ones that feel really good to you. Exactly. One of the things that we got for feedback in the, the Archangel episodes that we've done so far is sort of the shifting viewpoint of an angel, like not just being mm. like this one sort of kind, sweet energy all the time. Yes. It's almost like people think of energies as like dead grandmas. Right. Or that, like you said in the other episode, that an angel is like Cupid. Yeah. There's not like a, a baby floating around with wings, like right. none of that. So I hope that you hear this and, and sort of get a different perspective on this because it isn't, they aren't scary and they aren't super innocent and super like sweet in one way. They're, they're different and they represent different energies. And when you really know like, oh, the angel that represents feminine energy is like actually intense and kind of a badass and like burning shit down all the time. Like that gives you a different viewpoint on feminine energy. Like, wait, if that's what that's represented, why am I sold that feminine energy is this? Right. Exactly. And so then you can start to unpack all of that. Yeah. Same with beauty. Why is the archangel of beauty giving me this sort of feeling? But when I think about beauty out in, in my culture and in my society, I get the opposite feeling. Something's, something's amiss. Exactly. Exactly. And that's where the real like work, the intuitive work is, is doing all that. Exactly right. So I hope that helps you guys with all of yeah. that. Call them in. Let us know if you see light blue for Archangel Haniel. I would yes. love to know that. So many accounts people say that I just have never personally felt that. And even knowing what her energy feels like, I don't feel that. So I I would just I would love to know. Yeah, I agree. Let us know. Hey everyone. Heather and I have an ask for you. If you love this episode or if you love the IGG, can you do us a favor? We need you to go onto whatever platform you listen on and download, subscribe, like, love, whatever it's asking you to do. Can you go do those things for us on the platforms that you listen on? It would mean so much to us. Hey, thanks for listening to our episode. For show notes and a place to send feedback, please visit our website, embodylove.me slash intuitivegirls. Again, that's embodylove.me slash intuitivegirls.